This is All India Radio. Whispers of the Wind. All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasad presents science serial Whispers of the Wind based on understanding and managing climate change and global warming. Let's listen to episode number 12 titled Green Earth. सीनरी be careful i will quiz you about what you have seen uh, okay you have really made a fuss about window seat but yeah. papa wanted to say okay, no okay now sit 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 <laughs> okay now prepare yourself for the journey right papa papa yes anup papa what is that tall chimney like thing belching thick black smoke Papa, you have to hurry. It is gone. Uh-huh. Look, look, look. There is another one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. another one. Uh-huh. And yet another. Although this one looks somewhat different. Mm. Papa, what are these things? Are these factories? Uh, no, no, Anup. The first two you saw were brick making kilns. Hmm. And the other one, the one that was bigger and looked different. Yeah, yeah. Was a power plant. Oh. You will see quite a few power plants as we cross the border of Delhi. Ah, uh, power plants. Uh, you mean the ones which generate electricity? <laughs> yes, kids. Usually, coal is used to boil water to create steam, and this steam under high pressure. It is used to spin turbines. Oh. And these spinning turbines interact with a system of magnets to produce electricity which travels via wires to our homes. But Papa, did you see the smoke and the ash? Isn't this pollution? Uh, 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 yes, Papa. Uh, and of course you will see many brick making kilns too. The city is expanding. More people are moving in. Everyone needs a place to stay. Houses are made of bricks so the demand for bricks is high cement and steel too even their demand is also very high Papa papa i have already counted 26 brick kilns and 3 or 4 power plants and from all these i saw a lot of smoke polluting the air wow <laughs> that's a very good observation Anna, mom papa <laughs> yeah she made a good observation yeah. <laughs> now please take charge of your rucksack we have to get down at the next station yeah, yeah, yeah. all yeah. of you get ready get ready we have to get down at the next station come on yeah yeah oh wear your shoes Bag to me, sir. Yeah, Let me you. help you with this. Please keep ah, this bag ah, inside. Ah, okay. Ah, uh, Anup, that bag uh, at the back. Yeah, and this is a food basket. Yeah, yeah, it's there. It's there. Uh, uh, did you put the bag? Yes, yeah. Uh, give me. Okay. Now, let's. Yeah. Sir, shall we go? Yes, yes. Please. Yeah. Okay. So, all settled in. Yeah. yeah. Finally, we are here. Driver uncle your car is emitting so much black smoke 
You should have it checked. It is polluting the air. Yes, Mama. Anna, keep quiet. Shh. I remember this area being so much more green when I was a child. Even the last time we were here, it wasn't so bad. Now look at it. They have cut down huge swaths of woods. It's so sad. Mm, yes, Tara. Look at the grazed ground, Suraj. Over there. Yeah. Did you see? Yes, yes. There's a factory coming up over there. Oh. And soon it will belch hot smoke. It will pollute the air. Another factory. Mama. Yes. Hmm? In school, they told us that trees and plants absorb carbon dioxide. And during photosynthesis, aided by sunlight, they convert it to food with oxygen as a byproduct. Mm -hmm. We need trees to keep our earth cool and green. But see, everyone is chopping down trees. At this rate, there will be no trees left. Mm, yes. I'm glad you pay attention in school. Ma, look at Arnab. Yeah. Arnab. Actually, he's just teasing you, dear. Yeah. <laughs> but my dear girl. You should know that a carbon sink is a carbon reservoir. Oh. The forests, the grasslands, oceans, soil, photosynthesizing plants all act as carbon sinks because they remove carbon from the atmosphere and incorporate into the biomass. You know, Kanksha, the trouble begins when enormous amount of carbon dioxide is released. Well, thanks to our activities what yes and there are not enough trees to take it in you see large tracts of trees act as carbon sink it has been estimated that asian forests absorb about 5 tons of carbon dioxide per hectare each year 5 tons yes forests have long served as a critical carbon sink consuming about a quarter of the carbon dioxide pollution produced by humans worldwide grasslands and oceans they are also good carbon sinks exactly mm. so a carbon sink is any system that takes carbon out of the atmosphere right right uh, ma look there's the pond we have reached oh yeah we have <laughs> almost reached uh, driver ji yes ma'am uh, please take a left turn here okay ma'am okay and uh, drive in through the main gate Yeah, we are. Ah, finally. <laughs> Kids, are you excited? <laughs> yes. Ma'am. Okay, superb. Come, 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 come. Let's get down. Yeah. Ha, welcome, hello, welcome. Hello, 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 hello papa. <laughs> welcome all of you. Come, come, come. Ah, see, see, see. Arnab, Akansha, come here, come here, come here. I have not seen you for two whole years, mm, huh? Yes, Nanu. How are you doing? Great, Nanu. Great. I'm asking your dad, beta. It's <laughs> <laughs> your Nanu. Is so good at making jokes. Where is Nani? Ah, she. She's in the greenhouse picking up the fresh vegetables for you. Ah. But Nanu, I did not see any green-colored house as we came. Everything is lime-washed and white. <laughs> Arnab, a greenhouse is not green in color. It is made of glass with glass walls and glass roof. Oh. Arnab, now did you understand? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know the glass allows the sunlight to enter, but the heat is trapped inside. 
So it is warm inside a greenhouse. Oh, it yes. stays warm even during winter because the heat is retained bitter. That's Arina, right. Arina, you got it, na? Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> now stop pulling his leg, bitter. <laughs> and so we can grow flowers and vegetables in a greenhouse. Otherwise, the cold outside would make it difficult for the plants to thrive. Uh, Papa, it's quite chilly here. <laughs> Delhi was hot when we left but then Delhi is an urban area with many vehicles houses and factories all emitting carbon in some form or the other yes yes you're right but as a child of uh, suraj i remember october being much colder over here the entire earth is like a greenhouse now you're correct mm. tara it is really a dangerous situation we are heading towards if we cannot arrest it soon Uh, papa the earth is a greenhouse because we grow vegetables in its soil yes why is this a bad thing something that needs to be arrested <laughs> my child the earth is behaving like a greenhouse is not good news oh you will understand when you grow up no no papa oh. it may be too late by then anup since you have raised this question hmm let me answer you in a simple terms okay You see when the sun's energy reaches the earth's atmosphere hmm some of it's reflected back to space yeah so the earth does not heat up dangerously hmm but uh, papa what happens to the rest of the heat uh, the rest is absorbed and re-radiated by gases that are collectively called greenhouse gases oh what is retained makes the earth comfortably warm and oh. before you ask further Greenhouse gases includes water vapor, carbon dioxide, methane, nitrous oxide, ozone and chemicals such as chlorofluorocarbons that used to be once used in refrigerators. Mm, I see. These gases retain the solar heat, keep the earth warm. That is why we have compared the effect to a greenhouse gas. Mm. But why is it a bad news, papa? Excess of anything is bad on earth. Hmm. The issue now is that human activities particularly burning coal oil and natural gas mm. agriculture and chopping down trees to clear land have led to increased concentrations of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere hmm papa if the greenhouse effect increases our earth will become unbearably hot right yes but why isn't anyone doing anything about this <laughs> look there she is oh no grandma is come welcome my children so you are right how <laughs> <laughs> how beautiful you look nani anna you've grown so tall i'm standing oh taller than me <laughs> <laughs> welcome I'm sorry I'm late. Huh? No you know problem, I heard Nani. you come. Uh, but you know uh, you all look very tired. Uh, huh? Um oh the train journey must have been tiring. Huh? Yeah. Yes, doesn't oh, matter. Right. Doesn't matter. I've heated water for you. So why don't you wash up first? Okay. Huh? Ah, mm. Good idea. Yeah. Uh, take our Nabin Suraj inside. Yes, oh, ma'am. Go children, go wash yeah. up and get fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Ramdeen Take the suitcases to the rooms. Okay, okay, okay. Coming, ma'am. Coming. Uh, ma. What, beta? You're still using firewood and coal to cook. Yes. But ma, don't you know smoke is not good for health? 
It's not good for your health. It's not good for the atmosphere. Beta, we have large supply of stored firewood from the trees that were chopped down recently. And animal waste, biomass fuel. It seems a shame to waste it. But Ma, you know it's not a good idea to burn biomass fuel. Beta Tara, for that matter, even burning fossil fuel is a bad idea. Burning coal or oil makes carbon combine with oxygen in the air to make carbon dioxide. Yes. Of all the fossil fuels, coal produces the most carbon dioxide. Oh. Yes, you are correct, Papa. Every ton of coal burned produces about 2.5 tons of carbon dioxide. Coal is responsible for more than 40% of carbon dioxide emissions from fossil fuel use. One study found that without the emissions from burning coal and oil, 13 out of the 15 warmest years on record would have not happened. But we still use coal in homes, railways, power plants, don't we? <laughs> there you go, quoting facts and figures. <laughs> Better freshen up first. Uh, we'll talk later. Uh, wait, wait, Nani. Uh, Nanu? Yes, Vita? What did you say? Fossil fuel. Uh -huh. Fossil like... Dinosaur fossils. <laughs> <laughs> My little girl is much more intelligent, Baba. <laughs> Akanksha, mm. fossil fuels are remains of organic matter that turned into coal, oil and natural gas over millions of years ago. Oh. So the fossil fuels that we use today, they were formed before the first dinosaurs. Yes. Ma, hmm? that means coal and oil took an eternity to be formed. Yes, Beta. Hmm. That's why these are called non-renewable resources. Oh. Once we use them up, it's not likely that fresh supplies will be available immediately. Electricity, transportation and industry use fossil fuel in bulk. Plus, uh, the domestic sector is a consumer too. Correct. Mm, so we must find alternatives. Otherwise, what will we do when all the coal and oil is finished? There will be no electricity, no cars, buses or aeroplanes or ships, nothing. Ma, what can we do? <laughs> you and your questions. <laughs> Bitter, wash up first, huh? freshen up. We'll talk later. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Remember the last time we went up to the terrace back in Delhi? <laughs> it is so beautiful. In Delhi, I go to my room, Papa goes to his room to work on his laptop, Ma watches TV. Mm. But here... Beta, four people in three rooms, right? Mm. <laughs> and I guess there are three ACs also guzzling electricity and emitting hot air. Hmm. No wonder carbon footprint is so large. Hmm, you guess it right, Nanu. Every room has an AC. Uh, but Nanu, don't worry about my footprint. I washed up clean. Ma made a scrub also. <laughs> <laughs> my that dear Hulubeta. <laughs> my kid. But it is not your dirty feet that we are talking about. Yeah. Oh. Carbon footprint is a concept. Hmm. Uh. 
Akanksha, mm-hmm. it is the total amount of greenhouse gases produced directly and indirectly by human activities in a given period. Uh, say a year. And greenhouse gas emissions are usually expressed in equivalent tons of carbon dioxide. So saying carbon footprint also makes sense. Hmm. Uh, you mean carbon dioxide is produced when we breathe? <laughs> oh dear me, my child. <laughs> carbon is just a way of including all the different greenhouse gases that contribute to global warming. And footprint is a poetical way of meaning impact. Hmm. Not your feet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Reducing your carbon footprint means that you reduce the amount of carbon dioxide that is emitted due to your daily activities. Right? Hmm. So you don't have to stop breathing to reduce carbon footprint. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It is so nice to sit here under the open sky. But many trees have been chopped down. Papa, we noticed when we drove here. Right, Tara? Yes. You're right, Suraj. The woodland behind our farm has been sold. The new owners cut the trees. I heard that a cement factory is going to be set up there. Oh. Apparently, the steel plant, a few hours drive from here, is this new cement plant will work in tandem to meet the fast-growing needs of our rapidly growing economy. You know, more buses, more industry, more progress. But the sad truth is, Papa, that as we are progressing, becoming significant contributors to the global economy, we are also impacting nature in a big way. Take for example deforestation. Papa, we have to clear land to make space for uh, new industries. But chopping down trees is adding to carbon emissions. And in the long run, it has so much of big impact on the global climate. Uh- Tara, I heard someone saying the land is being cleared to grow crop plants. Oh! But although the crops that replace the trees also act as a carbon sink, these are not as effective as the forest of big, tall, leafy trees. Yes, you are right, Suraj. Similarly, iron and steel manufacturing and cement production are the backbone of industrial growth. But these are also the biggest contributors when it comes to emissions. These industries consume huge quantities of heat energy to convert raw materials into products. Hmm. You can imagine the quantum of fossil fuel used. And you know kids, Hmm. it is not just the fossil fuel directly burned. To create steel, iron is melted and refined. This process creates carbon dioxide too. You know, on average, 1.9 tons of carbon dioxide is emitted for every ton of steel produced. Yes, Suraj, you're right. Do you also know that cement production ranks third in carbon dioxide emission? This sector is just behind transport and energy generation sectors. This sector actually produces carbon dioxide in two ways. Two ways? Yes, beta. First as a byproduct of burning coal to generate the necessary heat. Hmm. And secondly, as a result of decomposition of calcium carbonate in the process of producing cement clinker. Oh. Yes. Yes. The production of one ton of cement results in 780 kgs of carbon dioxide. Milk for everyone. Ah. <laughs> you all have to drink milk before you go to bed. Okay? Yes. yes. <laughs> So what are you all discussing? Uh, 
Mama, we were telling them that the production of one ton of cement result in 780 kgs of carbon dioxide. Yes, beta, not a joke. Considering how much cement we use, just think globally. Yes. Mm. Yet, Nani, without steel, without cement, and without electricity, can we have progress? That's true, beta. Nani, I cannot think about life without electricity. You know, Anna. Hmm. Actually, our changing lifestyles, the progress we have made, and the global population explosion are all contributory factors. Over eighty-five percent of all carbon dioxide emissions due to our activities come from the burning of coal, natural gas, and oil. Hmm. We really need to develop sustainable alternatives. Yeah. Yes, Suraj, you're right. See, in cities. Why only cities? In towns and villages too. We have vehicles that run on petrol and diesel, but while we pay attention to the emission from the exhaust pipe and update our pollution under control certificate for the car, we forget the factor that in all the emissions that have taken place, both during and after, the oil was extracted from the bowels of the earth. And Papa, we shouldn't forget the emissions during its shipping. Mm. refining into fuel and during transportation to the petrol pump mm. right and then we must also add the emissions caused by producing and maintaining the car mm. like emissions when the car parts were manufactured and the automobile itself was transported to its point of sale correct and do you know families often have multiple cars yeah. nowadays we have two one for me and one for suraj and when arnab turns 18 He will also ask for a car of his own. Exactly. Really? <laughs> you will give me a car when I turn eighteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, our needs multiply, and so the emissions too. Mummy, will you give me a car? First, you turn up eighteen. Nanu. Yes, beta. I do not think in villages every child gets a car on their eighteenth birthday. So I suppose your emission levels are low. <laughs> well, well. To be honest, the rice we grow and the animals we keep contribute to the emissions too. Oh. Domestic animals such as dairy cows, buffaloes, goats, sheep, camels, pigs, and horses all emit methane. Methane is a greenhouse gas. Mm. Uh, Nanu, but from where does methane come? Beta, it is the byproduct of digestion. the gut bacteria cause enteric fermentation of food leading to release of methane hmm also the decomposition of animal manure releases methane uh, and nano you mentioned rice cultivation how does that lead to methane emission uh, nano the rice does not eat anything <laughs> so from where is the gas coming <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you i'll tell you my child <laughs> Paddy cultivation is thought to contribute about one fifth of global methane emissions from human activities. Uh, but how? This is because soil microorganisms in flooded paddy fields decompose organic matter and produce methane. Oh. And fertilizer manufacture and the refrigeration sector—they are big emitters of greenhouse gases too. The bacteria that act on nitrogen fertilizers are largely to blame in this regard. 
according to one estimate soil bacteria release about 1 kg of greenhouse gas for every 100 kg of fertilizer really yes. right tara so ma be it industry or agriculture all release greenhouse gas ah really? and to add transport does to akanksha oh air travel in particular don't forget the individual you and i are contributors too governments and countries will take the big steps and we the individuals will take many small steps yes, yes. very wise countries will explore alternative energy sources such as wind hydro that is water hmm. and solar power yeah and we the citizens will take care to minimize our carbon footprint yes together, together we, we can, can make a difference whispers of the wind you were listening to the 12th episode of this science serial produced by all india radio in collaboration with vigyan prasad titled green earth this episode was written by dr sukanya datta coordinators were dr nakul parashar and dr virendra kumar tyagi this episode was directed by sudarshan kumar and presented by dilip chha assisted by arvind sharma participants were mamta malkani tulip fazal pranchu Nikhil Diwan, Nitin Bhaseen and Veena Hora. Hey listeners, please stay with us. Here are two questions for you. The lucky winners will get attractive prizes from Vigyan Prasad. The first question is, how much carbon dioxide is absorbed by Asian forest per hectare? Second question is, how much greenhouse gas is released by soil bacteria? Our addresses: Sign Serial, Whispers of the Wind, All India Radio, Room Number Six One Five, New Broadcasting House, Sunset Mark, New Delhi, One One Zero 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 One. You can also write on our email ID: radio at vigyanprasar dot gov dot in. Please do write or mail us your full name, age, and profession. If associated with Science Club. Do let us know the membership of your club. If you have any query or question, do not hesitate to write to us. We will be back again with the next episode of this science serial, Whispers of the Wind, same day, same time next week. Till then, goodbye.